Honestly, this is something that is very personal to me because I've experienced this in so many ways and I've tried to solve it in so many ways. I've tried to use an Excel sheet. I've tried to use separate Git repos to solve it. But none of them still were able to solve one being collaborative, two for it to sync across all my infrastructure. So we take those secrets, we store it in the vault for you, and then you can easily add your teams and this syncs directly into their code base. Hey, this is Brian, and you're listening to Jamstack Radio, a bi-weekly series where we discuss modern web development with maintainers, founders, and developers. Jamstack Radio is brought to you by Heavybit, the leading investor and developer-first startups. For more information, visit heavybit.com. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, or if you'd like to suggest a topic, find us on Twitter, at Jamstack Radio. Welcome to another installment of Jamstack Radio. I'm B-Dougie, and on the line, I got Dante from Onboard Base. Dante, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you very much. Excellent. Well, you're you're calling in from Lagos, Nigeria, and uh, it's been a while since I had a community member uh, in the Jamstack uh, from Lagos. So, uh, how are things out there in Nigeria going for you? Lagos is is pretty good. Nigeria is awesome. Just uh, the weather lately has been quite rainy, and um, yeah, pretty hard to step out of the house. Well, um, uh, hopefully your, your your summer gets better uh, and you get the dry seas are coming soon. But uh, I didn't bring you on to talk about the the weather, really. Uh, brought you on to talk about Onboard Base. But before we jump into that, I just want to get uh, an understanding of your background. So who who is Dante and like why are you here? I'm a software engineer and a product designer and I'm building Onboard Base. In the last 10 plus years, I have joined and led teams both on the design front and in engineering front, which is where... I began to solve the problem that is onboard base, right? That's where the problem initially came from and why I got so interested in it. Because as I've worked in a couple of places as a contractor, sometimes it's a problem I've tried to solve in different ways, but never really got a nail on it. So that is why we started building onboard base. Yeah. And can you go into what onboard base is? It looks like it does quite a few different things. So I'd be curious, uh, how, do, how would you describe it? So Onboard Base is a secret infrastructure for dev teams to securely share and work with environment configs across every stage of development without compromising on security, right? Um, in your team, in, especially in growing teams, you tend to hire junior devs and uh, contractors. And you need a collaborative space for them to work securely, right? Uh, a whole lot of tools these days don't handle this properly. And teams have tried to solve this problem in several ways that are not ideal, right? So that is how I would describe onboard base. Okay, excellent. Yeah, so I have a mental model of like what it does and, and the problem that it solves. And I, I, I currently am working on a product that we do have contractors that I'm, I'm working alongside with. And things like my Netlify login, like they don't actually have, they're not part of the Netlify team at the moment because at that point, adding one more team member for whatever at this point, twenty bucks uh, per month, um, not as ideal for me. Especially if they're going to be a, a short run person that's going to help contribute. I also have open source contributors as well that aren't part of the team as well. So uh, I'm enticed to understand like how do I secretly pass around environment variables and tokens, and how are you doing this securely? Okay, so um, firstly, you've described a scenario that is very paramount to a lot of teams. What most teams normally do is probably copy and paste this over uh, a communication channel like Slack or email, right? So then the engineers now copy and paste it into their code base. So what we at Onboard Base does is 
we take those secrets, we store it in a vault for you, and then you can easily add your teams, and this syncs directly into their code base itself through their terminal. So one, they don't get to see it. Two, you, the admin, have absolute control, right? Meaning that you can give them both uh, a specific environment access, meaning they don't need to have access to production environment configurations. So probably only maybe development or staging, right? So we don't change anything within your workflow. We just make it in real-time sync and completely secure. Those secrets are encrypted and decrypted directly in your system. So we don't even have access to it. And we try as much as possible to take the liability away whereby we remove any password use case. So we don't support password at all. Okay. That's intriguing too as well. So by storing these environment variables, am I interacting with the onboard based dashboard and I point all my contributors, team members to the onboard based dashboard instead of going up to individual developer tools? Yeah. So um, what you normally do is go to onboard based dashboard. Uh, create your environment variables with specific environments and then sync them to whatever cloud development system that you currently use. No matter the cloud development system, we sync to every cloud development system available right now, right? We've built certain use cases for it. Now, what you then do is install the CLI for your um, your local dev team and that CLI continuously pushes those secrets directly into their code base. They don't get to see it, they just actively work with it. Meaning that when you change it in one place, it changes across your infrastructure and syncs directly into your team's development environment. Excellent. Yeah. I like this for the use case that I mentioned earlier with open source. Like every now and then we so we do have some production level stuff that's supporting like the our hot open sauce that a pizza product, which is uh, essentially product hunt for open source. (laughs) I, I take contribution pretty regularly. And um a lot of times there might be contribution that needs to touch the database or the API. And what I've done so far is like two contributors now have access to Superbase as part of the Superbase team. And as they work on it, I basically, I currently Superbase doesn't charge per seat, which is why I do this. So they have access to each seat. But the event that I, I, I take this product into something that's like needs to have a little more security and even some like audit logs and everything like that. That's something that I know I can't just invite random open source contributors into the database. Uh, at the currently, the, the database doesn't have any sort of sensitive information, so that's also why it's it's okay. <laughs> but the new thing we're actually working on actually will have a portion of sensitive information that needs to be encrypted. Uh, there's a lot of questions and concerns around how I'm going to be orchestrating and, and setting this up. So. While you were talking, I actually signed up for Onboard Base, and uh, <laughs> uh, I actually am going to be looking forward to to using this. So I think, uh, what is this like the first five minutes of this podcast? Uh, you already have me sold. So um, <laughs> I already appreciate you coming on board. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. Uh, honestly, this is a, a something that is very personal to me because um, I've experienced this in in so many ways, and I've tried to solve it in so many ways. I've tried to use Notion. I've tried to use an Excel sheet. I've tried to use separate Git repos to solve it, but none of them still were able to solve the one being collaborative to, um, for it to sync across all my infrastructure, right? So one way onboard based excels is the collaborative aspect of it. Meaning that while your teammates may be working on specific things locally, they can make merge requests for specific secrets that they need. Meaning that when they make those merge requests, you, the admin, will go to your dashboard 
and either accept or reject it based on certain reasons, right? And then this then sinks into every stage of development that you currently have. With onboard base, you can also see where your secrets are and when they are being used, meaning that you can literally stop those servers from running or restart them if you need to, right? So this gives you real-time observability of your secrets as well. So as much as possible, we'll try to build real-life use cases into onboard base to make it collaborative, secure, and ease of use, right? So uh, we, we are saying, you know what? You don't need a security engineer to set this up. You, the project admin, you, the developer, can easily get the security up and running in almost no time. Excellent. Yeah, I, I love this. And this is like, uh, in the notes, actually, I, I my, my mental model actually goes to Vault. Vault being a, a tool from HashiCorp yeah. and being able to manage secrets. Yeah. From my understanding, Vault, I don't know if it actually has a, a, a GUI at all, uh, but I know Vault is pretty useful for backend engineers yeah. um, because if you're ready SSHing and and leveraging uh, Docker images and stuff like that, it's one more CLI to to manage. So how does this compare to Vault? And I, I maybe my assumption is that maybe this is going to be a little more advantageous to folks who are on the front end. But let me know if I'm if I'm out of bounds on that. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, Vault is a great tool, uh, but if you've used Vault before, you know it's not easy to use. You probably need a more security engineering based person to set it up, which is one of the places where we are saying, you know what, onboard base is easy to use. Anyone can literally set it up for your team, right? You don't need a security engineer to do that. Also, Vault is not built to account for collaboration, right? Meaning if I'm working on something separately, there's almost no way for me to actually make an MR or make a request for this to be added, right? I need to have to contact my engineering manager. Hey, we need this, explain why I need it before it can even get matched. No, you can do everything directly from onboard base, right? So you add um, the secrets that you need to use or based on the environment that they need to be added and you put a comment to it as well why it needs to be there. The engineering manager sees everything on an overview and they really just add it for them, right? And you, the engineering manager, can also add notes specific to each secret so that an engineer can easily go and have an overview of what the secret is for, right? No need to do word of mouth or explain anything. Everything is handled by onboard base, right? And there's a collaborative aspect as well as a real-time aspect that Vault does not also account for, right? I honestly used to love Vault because it brought this problem to the front and center, but it felt like they stopped innovating and it just became something that you would need to hire a very secured engineering person to use. But that's not the way the world is. The world is changing. Teams are going remote and hiring more across the globe, right? You need someone to easily set this up and uh, begin using it. Basically, we're making security mainstream. Let me put it that way, right? Yeah. We're saying just set it up, get started. Yeah, yeah. And like the, the <laughs> uh, I, I, I cringe... But also, I do the same thing when you when you talk about uh, passing around uh, environment variables in Slack and Excel spreadsheets and et cetera, et cetera. Like, it, it, how do you? Like, it's obviously it's it's hard to keep track of the security of your product when you're passing around Excel files or um, like having shared Google drives that have sensitive information. Like, that's that's a, a nightmare waiting to happen. Um, but when you Approach it in this way where now anybody could basically like I was able to log in and set up a project, and now I'm at the point where I can just upload my my M file. That's amazing, and that's exactly what I need because like what I need to do is like 
have a centralized location of where stuff needs to be updated and changed, but also I need to be able to not let go. It sounds bad if I say let go of somebody, but like remove access <laughs> uh, like on a drop of a hat if I needed to. So not that I have any sort of security concerns, but you know, people come and go and they move to project to project. So yeah, where I'm sitting at where I, I have a project that has very limited sensitive data, but has multiple open source contributors across the globe that need to contribute to this thing. Now I don't have a sort of um, a blocker to get people access to things to help and work alongside me yeah. uh, as I developed the product that I'm working on. Yeah, and uh, we try to make it as uh, contractor-friendly as possible, meaning that you can easily switch between accounts uh, as a contractor, so switch between organization or switch between accounts as a product. So we try to account for real-life scenarios, right? Uh, I've seen some tools that try to account for the best-case scenarios, but... Uh, the world is not usually the best case. You need to account for mistakes. You need to account for a couple of things that happen within development. For example, recently we shipped something that scans your code locally and make sure nothing like secrets are being committed, right? So we are not saying, you know what, when you get into your Git repo, then you scan it. No, we're saying, while you're still local, you should scan those code base. So in case an engineer makes a mistake, you can easily catch it at that point before those things make it even into the Git repository, right? So we are being proactive to how you are developing as as a team, rather than where you develop. Excellent. Yeah, I mean, it, it sounds like you're in the right the right place at the right time. Like, I, I don't think the world's getting less remote. Uh, I think the remote culture is going to be turned up to eleven, uh, even more so. And I also think that the um, the access to engineers uh, where they are at, at currently is also extremely valuable. So, like. Folks, they want to hire in Nigeria, they want to hire in Brazil, they want to hire in Singapore to be able to make sure folks can onboard without a lot of friction. Uh, seems like this is like one, one sort of step in that puzzle as well. So my question to, to you, like I, I see the, um, like the integrations and the setup, it seems to be pretty straightforward. Uh, what's next for Onboard Base? So we see Onboard Base as where product development starts and continues while improving work experience through secured and centralized environments, right? So while we've been able to, say, create environment variables as a service, we want to begin to create environments as a service, right? We want to build out a remote development infrastructure next after our secret infrastructure. So while we are powering development, we also want to help you um, control those development environments that you currently work with. While I've been plagued over the years about managing environment variables, I've also been plagued about it works on my local machine, but it doesn't work on development. It's something I actively still experience. Uh, so we are beginning to build out our remote development um, infrastructure for that. And all these things directly to Humble Base. Okay, excellent. Yeah. You just got a new user while we were just chatting. Uh, I'm actually very intrigued by what comes out of the, this product next, because uh, I think this is extremely useful. Just yesterday, we we set up a new API. Um, so the, the API service that we're, we're leveraging is going to be consumed in multiple products, uh, open source products that we're building uh, for open source in particular. And in order to set this up, um, I actually tested a couple different deployment platforms, to be quite honest. And uh, so I was like, I put, deployed to DigitalOcean, deployed to Render.com, and then Railway was the other one I deployed it to. Oh, and Flight Control. I deployed it to Flight Control. And um, just sort of like trying to figure out, it's a new service. Uh, I've got some new problems in 
uh, a new like model that I needed like a uh, not a server, but I needed some extra. It has a database attached and everything like that. So needed to try some new services out. But in order to try those services out, I had to copy and paste the environment variables to each service. And there's, I think, about 12 environment variables because we have a, a Docker image that runs and there's a bunch of other stuff that, that, that happens. It's, it's pretty nifty stuff. But what I guess what I'm getting at is it would have been really nice to, to connect onboard base to whatever provider deployment platform that I was going to deploy to, click that sync button, and then deploy. And that way we, we could, technically, we could test out multiple deployment platforms without needing to copy and paste the entire environment variables because most platforms you have to, it's one variable per line, which I guess in most cases that works. <laughs> yeah. But if I want to sync that across like from DigitalOcean to, to Netlify to somewhere else, yeah, it'd be nice to just have one, one source of truth. Yeah, we actually use a whole lot of servers because um, we try to maintain a multi-cloud infrastructure. Uh, so we almost never go down. Yeah. Right. So this has actually enabled us build out a whole lot of integrations and uh, documentation for several different servers. And if you don't want to use our CLI, we also maintain SDKs, three SDKs: JS, Ruby, and uh, Python. So you can also use that if you if you need to. And if you want to also build your own SDK, we provide a couple of API references and. Uh, we went ahead to help you write a proper documentation on how you can actually encrypt and decrypt secrets. Uh, I don't think anyone has, any platform has actually done this, uh, but we did this because we know when you are building your own SDKs, you need to be able to decrypt and encrypt secrets. Okay, excellent. Yeah, so I'll definitely be checking that out. <laughs> I, I basically signed up as we were chatting. So, but did you want to explain like how people get started with Onboard Base? Yeah, so um, once you get into onboard base, you sign up, create an account, you upload your EMV, and then connect it to any server you currently use. We also send you an email inviting you to the uh, onboard base customer community, whereby we assign you a specific and dedicated engineer to your account. Reason being that sometimes there are some use cases we may not already have accounted for, but we can easily put out a guide for it. And so we discuss with the team on uh, whatever their use cases are and help them easily get started or set up. Okay, perfect. Yeah, well, look forward to engaging with those folks. Like I said, I'm, I'm ready to use this thing. This thing is a, it's going to solve a problem, a pain point that we have currently, like literally yesterday. So I can't <laughs> wait to, to leverage it for that problem. And uh, I'll be in touch uh, if we have any questions and uh, if there's any sort of use cases that, that we come across. Awesome. Uh, I'm sure you will get an email quite soon. So <laughs> Excellent. So, uh, Dante, thank you so much for coming on and talking about Onboard Base. I do encourage every, everyone who's listening, like go to the onboardbase.com and uh, yeah, definitely check it up, sign up, and uh, test it with at least you know one environment, one project, and uh, invite some team members on there. So, yeah, with that said, I want to transition us to picks. These are jam picks, things that we're jamming on. Uh, it could be music, technology-related, all of the above. And uh, if you don't mind, I'll go first. Sure. I actually just recently came across a tool because I'm using Superbase for my database needs and actually authentication needs as well. So there's a tool called Dashybase. Uh, it's extremely new. They're still just getting started. And what it does is it provides a dashboard on top of your Superbase uh, tables and your your basically all your Superbase auth and everything. Uh, it's pretty clever and. For folks like myself, who I do have folks who who integrate with the open source project that need 
access to the like an admin dashboard. We actually originally started building an admin dashboard for uh, my project, and it was really because like we have a we're we're trying to find out top open source repos. Uh, it's hot open source pizza. Early I mentioned earlier, top open source repos, and like we just want to be able to feature one repo. Mm-hmm. So to do that, we have to go in the Superbase table and then mark it. So instead, it'd be great if anybody community member can feature uh, an open source repo just by flipping a flag true or false or going into an admin dashboard and flipping a true false. So with Dashibase, it gives you a, a GUI interface on top of that table so that way anybody on the team can interface with it. So uh, that's my first pick. My second pick is this book called Sprint. Sprint is a book uh, that I recently picked up uh, as I was planning on trying to ship product quicker. Uh, it's a book where actually the guy who I'm working as a designer with, um, he had recommend us leveraging it. And it's actually been super helpful because like I, I've always worked in sprints, I've done agile methodology, but I've never really like sat and thought about that. I've always been like you know dictated as an engineer. This is our sprint. This is how it works. But never I like, took a step back to understand like why and how to get feedback. Uh, so I highly recommend if anybody is working uh, on an agile team or if you're working on a product, uh, even a solo product, I, I recommend setting up a sprint uh, so that way you can see what you can get done in. Uh, like a, a structured amount of time. So definitely check it out. So Dante, you have a pick for us? Yeah. Well, something I've been researching a lot is um, self-hosting as a service. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's something that constantly comes up for us. Uh, teams requesting for, uh, uh, hey, do you have on-prem and the rest? And I've been looking into the space and trying to figure out why there is currently no solution for it. And I can tell you it's for very good reasons, <laughs> but I still feel that there are a couple of uh, things around self-hosting that can be automated. And I, I look forward to uh, when we get to a stage whereby we can have a solution like this. Something I always like to tell people is um, the process to achieving something simple is often complicated. So don't be... Uh, deterred or discouraged when by uh, you're trying to build something, you're trying to uh, learn something, and it's quite complicated as well, right? Uh, don't worry about it. You are getting there. Uh, the more complicated it is at the beginning, the simpler it, it will be at the end. So that's kind of my advice for people. And in terms of book, I've been reading um, this book by Asken, um, How to Get Acquired. He's the CEO of MicroQuad, so I've kind of reading up on it and pretty good insights, honestly. I'll say anybody should go grab the book and get to reading it. Uh, you can't even believe how much gold is in it. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I've been follow- I follow that guy on, on Twitter. Um, yeah. I don't know how I, I stumbled across him. Probably, uh, I did see that you, you were part of On Deck. Maybe he was a part of On Deck as well, but yeah, he, he has a lot of insights. He's worth following on Twitter. And I did pick up the book. Uh, I have not read it. But uh, I look forward to uh, thumbing through that. So if, if you're recommending it, I'll definitely try to get to that in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, you should definitely should. Yeah, so it's a great book. Perfect. Well, thanks so much. Awesome conversation. Uh, I will be in touch definitely about this product <laughs> as well as uh, listeners. Try Onboard Base. Do not store your secrets inside of a Google Drive or an Excel spreadsheet <laughs> or send them over Slack. There's a, there's a solution for you. It's called Onboard Base. And uh, don't forget to keep spreading the jam. That's all we have time for today. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, or if you'd like to suggest a topic, find us on Twitter at Jamstack Radio. This show is brought to you by Heavybit, the leading investor and developer for startups. To learn more about Heavybit, visit heavybit.com. 